0: Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Your dream address, without the stress, is what the Ashton team will get you. The real estate intel edge you need to succeed is found at GaryAshton.com. Superbook Sports, where you get a wager on all your favorite major sports. Stanley Cup playoffs underway tonight. You can also bet on the NBA, Major League Baseball, and everything in between. Go to superbook.com for terms and conditions. And TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch, the best workout plan, the best coaching staff with the best workouts you will find. TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free for the best version of you. So um, Aubrey Calvin wants to know when the Titans pre-draft press conference is. Not until Monday at one, Aubrey. So we've got plenty of time between now and then. I they're doing it rather late this year, um, which is fine. Um, uh, I'm not sure if there's one reason or another for that, but yeah, a little later than it typically is. So uh in the meantime, you saw the Ian Rappaport uh tweet about Trey Lance and the 49ers not actively shopping him, but being willing to take calls. Now, uh, this is going to be his third year, Trey Lance, and it seems that a lot of the NFL is not surprised by the idea that he would be made available at this point. I was reading a report uh, done by Jordan Schultz, who works for an outlet called The Score, and he spoke with an, a, a GM under anonymous conditions, an NFL general manager, and The NFL general manager told Jordan Schultz that he was not surprised at all to hear that San Francisco reportedly had several teams call about Lance and believes if a deal were to get done, that it would take a strong offer to land the former number three overall pick. I'll read you that quote here in just a second from that anonymous general manager in the NFL, but... The Trey Lance scenario right now, he is somebody who has not played a lot of football, not in college and not in the pros. He is somebody who is as unknown a commodity as any in this upcoming NFL draft, for example. For it being his third year, he only has at this point four career starts. He has appeared in eight total games across the first two seasons. Of course, was only available for two games, the first two games last year and had an ankle injury that ended his season. So the question that I'd like to start with is your Two Rivers Ford take. Would you rather trade up for Anthony Richardson or trade a day two pick for Trey Lance? Let's talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. It's your Two Rivers Ford take. As always, it is presented by Two Rivers Ford. Go to Two Rivers Ford for quality American-made Ford vehicles. And a brand name company that you know, a locally owned company that you know does business with honesty and integrity because they've been doing so in Middle Tennessee for 40 years. Two Rivers Ford always has the best customer service and incredible values on their 2023 new Ford vehicles that are in stock right now at the dealership in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, what would you prefer to do? Would you rather trade up? and get Anthony Richardson, or would you rather give up draft capital, probably a day two pick at this point, to acquire Trey Lance? Now, it sounds like it might cost more than that, Um, because this is the quote from the anonymous general manager. John Lynch taking calls on Trey Lance was probably the worst kept secret since Indy. I know they've listened. Lance is still young on a rookie deal. He's pretty talented. Sam Darnold has tons of incentives in his deal, and Purdy has the elbow problem. I think it would take a pretty strong offer to get Lance. Now, the deal that San Francisco did with Miami to trade up to get Lance, you'll remember, cost them three first-round picks and a future second um, in that draft process. It was a really, really big trade-up to go from 12, where San Francisco was initially selecting, all the way up to third overall in that draft in 2021 that saw five first-round quarterbacks taken. I think it would probably cost more than a day 2 pick, but I do think that it would still be less draft capital, less costly draft capital than what it would be to go up and get Anthony Richardson or another quarterback for example, if CJ Stroud's available, this is applicable to him too. I'm just assuming and it may be a wrong assumption, but I'm assuming that Anthony Richardson by the tight by the time the 3rd overall pick comes down I'm assuming that Anthony Richardson is going to be the best quarterback available on the board. Whether that happens or not remains to be seen, but certainly it will be uh, it will be a part of the discussion. So I think there's a couple of different options that you have to weigh here. And I was listening to uh, Ian Rappaport on NFL Now kind of describing the situation uh, re- around Trey Lance at this point and uh, kind of lent some of his insight to it.
1: Here's my understanding of where it all stands with Trey Lance. Several teams have inquired over the last several days, last several weeks with the 49ers about potentially trading for the former number three overall pick, Trey Lance. And, you know, this really should not be that much of a surprise. Teams could read the landscape. It is very clear that Brock Purdy is expected to be the 49ers starter of the future. Don't take my word for it. Take the word of basically every 49ers executive and coach who has spoken. They also signed Sam Darnold, In the offseason, leaving the number three selection, they traded all of those picks to go up and get as a potential third quarterback option. That just does not really seem to work. So teams are inquiring. Teams are calling. The 49ers have fielded the calls, but not made the calls. I would also not expect the deal to be imminent. If for no other reason, Mike, then the 49ers do not know for 100,000 percent sure that Brock Purdy is going to be healthy to start the season. If he is not, perhaps they hang on to Trey Lance. But at least, given a young, talented quarterback like this, there is interest.
0: So I think that at this point, um, trading for Trey Lance is as big an unknown as it would be to trade up for Anthony Richardson. I personally would prefer them trade up for Anthony Richardson because, one, Trey Lance is already halfway through his rookie contract, or will be, by the time the 2023 season starts, um, I those, those valuable, valuable quarterback years, inexpensive quarterback years, they're at a premium. So if you're going to give up draft capital, you need to maximize the financial value of what it is to have a rookie quarterback contract. Trey Lance is already halfway done with his. Again, there is nothing to prove on an NFL field or frankly, a college football field. That Trey Lance is a better option than either Levis or Richardson. This is as unproven a commodity as either of those two dudes. So I would say if you're going to trade anything for a quarterback in this draft, I would prefer them do it for Richardson. I'm not crazy about the idea of trading up to three. I think it's going to cost a lot with not a lot of guarantee that Richardson is going to pan out. But at this point, it does seem like the higher reward proposition. I don't think Trey Lance. Should be on the option or on the table as an option for the Titans at this point. All right, we're a week away from the uh, first round of the NFL draft. So I want to know which player you would want the Titans to select a week from today. We'll talk about it together right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident, and they will put you in a position to succeed. No workout ever recycled or repeated, they're going to continue to push you without making you feel like you've overexerted yourself. Their coaching staff is the best in the business. Nobody goes above and beyond for their clients more than TrueMap Fitness. They've got all manner of options available. You can do the group classes, you can do personal training, and you can work out in their open gym. All manner of membership options for you at TrueMapFitness.com. So looking at the uh, at the various situations for the Titans on the table, which player would you want them to select a week from today? Robbie Ells, Paris Johnson Jr., John McDaniels with a cop-out, but I get what he's doing. He says draft the best player available. Alonzo Henderson says Anthony Richardson. Um, that would require a trade-up, I would think, but at this point, we will see. Uh, Good would like to see them take JSN. Jackson Smith and Jigba. So, I uh, my buddy Jason Fitz uh, has a national televised, nationally televised or nationally simulcast radio and television show for ESPN. It's uh, Fitz and Harry with former Titans wide receiver Harry Douglas, also uh, a good friend of ours around here. So, Harry and Fitz they are doing a Titans mock draft, right? And they are uh, they're doing like they're having us all submit voice memos for people that they asked to make picks for teams, and they asked me to pick for the Titans. So I was gonna take B. John Robinson. I love B. John Robinson. And he was uh, and he was still available until, for those of you who watch ESPN frequently, Kevin Nagandi, their sports center anchor and who does a lot of their studio shows as well. Kevin Nagandi, who was making the picks for the Eagles, took B. John Robinson with the 10th overall pick. Now, I think that's an incredibly likely scenario. I would love to see B. John Robinson with the Eagles. I would frankly love to watch B. John Robinson with the Titans, even if it took him a couple of years to get on the field. Um, but in the absence of Bijan Robinson, I went with Zay Flowers, the wide receiver, out of Boston College. I love his game. I love his toughness. I love his mentality. I love his availability and durability. That's really the biggest difference for me between Jackson Smith and Jigba and Zay Flowers. There's a couple of other wide receivers who I understand would be in consideration around that range. But I do think that what you have in Zay Flowers is a player uh, is a player that makes the most sense for the Tennessee Titans at this point. I think he's a great complementary piece for. Uh, I think he's a great complementary piece for the Titans alongside Traylon Burks. And I also think that what they have to offer, um, what they have to offer, is a good, uh, is a really really good player. That I don't know when he's going to go because D good asks, You're not wrong, but couldn't you trade back and get him? I have no idea what the hell is going to happen in this draft. I don't know how you could say that with any kind of certainty right now. We have no idea who is going to start the run on wide receivers. We have no idea who the first wide receiver is going to be picked is. I don't know that he's not the first wide receiver that comes off the board. Now, I I think that you can get. uh, I think that you can get a couple of different options on day two, and that's all well and good. But I believe that the offensive firepower of this team is significantly lacking. And I think that if given the opportunity, the best offensive skill position player on the board, it's tough for me to prioritize that over offensive line. But offensive line is uh, is something that they have least at, at least taken steps to fortify in the immediate. Uh, let's move on and let's do a weekend bounce back. Who needs to bounce back most in sports this week? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. And Twitch, uh, how you think or who you think needs to bounce back most in sports. We'll talk about it together right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. The Intel edge you need to succeed can be had at GaryAshton.com. Nobody has better, better information on more properties than the Ashton team, and they will put you in that position to succeed with that Intel edge. Go with the team that your favorite teams trust. That's the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage at garyashton.com. So who needs to bounce back most in sports this week? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Um, I think that there's a couple of different options that should be on the table here. Caleb Gray says Draymond Green could use a bounce back, just won't be in the next game. That's correct. Got suspended, caused a, a chest contusion. I believe was the diagnosis on DeMontis Sabonis, the big man uh, for the Kings, who Draymond stomped on in the first game. I'm sorry, in the second game of that series. So Draymond's going to miss game three. Draymond could use a bounce back. But speaking of the NBA, the Los Angeles Lakers could use a bounce back. Uh, the Ja Morant-less Grizzlies beat them last night. LeBron had 28. He was, uh, they made it hard on him um, but he was—he uh, was still a productive player out there, even after the fact. Though Dylan Brooks, who got in foul trouble early, who only had twelve points on the night, decided to put his shades on his uh, player hater shades and talk some shit about the one that they call King. Was the you know end when they started making a run?
1: There are some people. Lakers are making that run. They get it to fourteen. You and LeBron have that exchange. There are people out there that say maybe maybe you shouldn't do that with one of the better players in the game. What, I guess what what were you thinking
0: I don't that? care, he's old. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's I was waiting for that. I was expecting him to do that game four, game five. He wanted to say something when I got my fourth foul. he um, should have been saying that earlier on. Um, but, you know, I poke Bears. Um I don't respect no one until they come and give me forty. Um, so um, I pride myself on, you know, what I do is defense and taking on any challenge that's on the board. So that is Delton Brooks saying he doesn't respect anybody, including LeBron James, until they give him forty. So if anybody could, even though he's almost forty, it's LeBron James, and I think that's entirely possible uh, what he's doing. Now I love I love the Dylan Brooks is a shit talker. I really do. But I'd like to see the Grizzlies advance past the Lakers and I think that's going to be tough to do if you're running your mouth that way. But we'll see. Uh that's going to do it for us tonight on the primetime show, abbreviated. I know, but uh we have a uh, we have an event tonight that we uh, need to get to to support one of our friends, Josh Black of uh Josh Black local comedian. He's doing a 420 show at Zaney's. And producer Robert, producer Lucas, and myself, uh, we're all going to go over to Zaney's tonight to watch uh, our good buddy Josh put on a show. So I'm excited about that. Uh, the uh, Music City Roast Battle, if you haven't got your tickets, I think they're still selling some. Show did not start till 9.30. So uh, we're going to give ourselves some time to get over there, though, and uh, and get ready to rock. So have a great rest of your evening. Have a great weekend. Radio show tomorrow is jam-packed. Diana Russini of ESPN, she's going to talk, about a lot of these trade rumors. We're going to get into the Kevin Byard st- situation. Uh, Diana's got good info on that. We're also going to have Coach Dave McGinnis of Titans Radio to talk some prospects, um, and uh, and certainly will be a lot of fun from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. So hang out with us there, and I will see you Sunday night, if not tomorrow, on the radio show on A to Z Sports Primetime.
1: Well, are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit.